Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on the Mojo YouTube channel. Coming to you live from Chop Studios, it's Dave Sturgio. It's Chris Gucci, and it's A5 Anthony behind the glass. We hope you guys are doing well out there. We hope you guys are having a fun week as we head into week number 11 of the NFL. Some, you know, not so great news came across the board yesterday for a couple of, uh, you know, long-term plays on a guy like Cooper Cup, who are now going to miss the next at minimum four weeks with a I I don't know I don't understand how you operate on a high high ankle sprain I don't know what happened there Yeah, I don't know there's probably more to it than they're leading on I would imagine yeah the Rams are in in bad shape right now um and one of the guys we'll be talking about today later on is a current member of that team um so look the Rams weren't expected to do uh what they're doing right now they're coming off I mean the Super Bowl hangover if, if nobody's ever actually believed in it it is absolutely real uh especially when the Bengals started off kind of slow too so the hype is up and then it kind of comes down to real life and then the Bengals are now playing well but now that the Rams are just I don't know they're looking at a lost season I don't, yeah, I, don't I wouldn't even call it a Super Bowl hangover at this point because you recover from a hangover they have <laughs> they not have recovered. they have they're, not recovered at all they're not um, doing well yeah not at all so something that me and Chris uh came across yesterday on mojo.com which again you could find amazing blogs over there all the information you could find the scroll that's on the bottom of your screen right now to find out which stocks are up and down yesterday we found an article written by one Laquan Jones we did very very interesting article and this was Basically, overpriced stocks to short. So today, we're going to do that. We're going to do some stocks to short. We'll break down what they've done already, um, what they, or at least what he has chosen as three you know, locks to short these guys going forward, and we'll kind of agree or disagree with that. And then, obviously, we decided to go and do our own digging um, and pick three of our own. So, again, multiple ways to make money here on the Mojo market. There's, there's of course, everybody likes to go long, and they like to put the multipliers on the guys they think are going to shoot through the moon. Well, there's another way to make money, and that's to short some of these stocks, and that's what we're going to do. And we're going to start off with somebody um, who, again, is with a very high-powered octane offense, but just has seen slow trajectory of just down, down, down. We're talking about Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Now, what I will say is uh, Laquan Jones, the writer of this article, should be my best friend. Um, he put a, a dad joke in there, man. That was money. He said uh, they call him CEH for short. Huh? Get it? Mm. Short. Mm. Short him. Anyway, his, uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, four snaps over the last uh, – four snaps in the last game against the Jaguars. And while I know Andy Reid doesn't typically love to run the football, I feel like Patrick Mahomes is always dropping back to pass at this point. Um, you would at least assume they have a running game. What we're looking at in Clyde Edwards-Alaire is that they've gone away from him. Isaiah Pacheco's gotten involved. I believe – is it McKinnon is over there? Yeah. Catching balls out of the backfield? So – all of a sudden, he's fallen to the wayside, and now over the last month, uh, he is down 10%. And if you use that 10% multiplier on the short game, that's 100% right now if you decide the short right now. Agree or disagree? I, I agree wholeheartedly. I'm going to okay. short him here. Look, so some some data on CEH. Number one, he's only five foot seven. And for wow, a guy, so he's another short joke. Yeah, I know. So I wasn't going to go there, but I'm glad you did. So yes, he's five foot seven, and for uh, a guy out of the backfield that's only five foot seven, he doesn't strike me as the type that's going to be able to shoulder the load of an every down back. Now, what you usually have out of those players is the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Sure. I do not see that with a Clyde Edwards-Helaire over the course of his career. Spurts, but not enough. Um, he's only had 
50% of the snap share one time this season, and that was 56%. And that was, I believe, in week, I don't know what week it is, but that's irrelevant. But this past week, Isaiah Pacheco had, guess how much percentage of the snap count? A lot of it. 56. Oh. So he has now <laughs> tied half. him for the most that a running back has had oh, in wow. any given okay. week. And that's the most recent week. So that's what I'm basing it off of. And guess what? He's only had over 10 rushing attempts one time this season. Um, they ba- they're, they're looking at an average value as $1.51 per season that he's banked. Now, looking at the projections, what does it say right 250 there? 250 goal future. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, to the me. market has decided to trend a little lower on a Claude Edwards Alaire. What situation it, are you going to find that's better to be the starting running back for that offense I was around ju- football? You're reading my mind. You're not like, going to find a better situation. How can you not succeed in Even this if offense? you end up in a different place, you're not going to be the guy that's going to start. He's Nobody's going to bring him in to start. I think it's just a, a bonus that they have Clyde Edwards-Alaire and, and KC, and they were able to kind of see what they have with him while not really losing too much because it's not really a run-first offense. Right. But, yeah, um, I 100% agree. One for one, we are going to short CEH. All right. Well, Laquan, one for one. You're batting 1,000 right now. Let's see if you can do it again. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. is the next guy on our list here, uh, according to this article. Um, it's it's interesting uh, to see where he's fallen. The Jaguars offense, obviously they added Christian Kirk, and he's getting a lot of the targets. Marvin Jones right now has 50 targets in 10 weeks of football, uh, 28 receptions, just 346 yards. He's found pay dirt once uh, in this season. He's down just 3%, but if you use that 10 times short multiplier on a guy like Marvin Jones, you're going to 30% uh, or thir- yeah, thirty percent down uh, over the course of the uh, of his season. So, or at least in the last month. But you're looking at Marvin Jones Jr. And this was an interesting t- uh, point on the uh, the actual article, is that he, right now he's hovering around the the, the Chris Olaves and the Drake Londons of the world. And in that article, he said, "Do you think that Marvin Jones could potentially finish?" Higher than those guys, you know, is he going to start? Is he going to climb anymore? I mean, that's a layered question. For it me. is, but when Marvin, when you look at the future and it's just sitting there at a buck eighty-six, it's not looking good for Marvin Jones. And again, he's always been a number two. Marvin Jones has never been a number one unless asked to be based off injury yeah, or anything yeah. around him. And, and he's never gonna, been that guy. Gonna, the next guy we're going to talk about. It's the same kind of deal. We're going to talk about two guys that I think are aging, and we've seen the best of their play so far. Um, but Marvin Jones, I never really he never really struck me as a type of guy that I'd want to be interested in in investing in right. because there was always that cloud of he's really talented, but he just hasn't put it together yet. And I can't see how at in year 10, with all the talent that's coming into the league, and I'm gonna to touch on that again in a second when we talk about the next guy. But out of the all the the, the positions on offense, there seems to be more receivers that are succeeding early in their careers yeah. than any other position. So there's like five, six, seven guys that come into the league every year that are clear-cut starters right away. There's only so many positions there are in the NFL. He's in year 10. I think he's pretty much priced himself out. I don't have the contract data in front of me. But in terms of what you saw, what talked about, through 10 games or nine games, there's only f- uh, averaging five receptions or five targets per game. It's rough. I can't see that going up at all as they get younger. Marvin Jones is um he's a nice player, but I think it's more or less time that we could start shorting Marvin Jones. Two for two. Yeah, two, two for, for two. two. So now I'm looking at. I agree. At, what do we got here, Dave? What do we got? Now, looking at. Uh, I don't want to like totally call this a, but I think if I'm not mistaken, there there's some news on Marvin Jones right now that I don't know. I have to confirm based off this article. Uh, he's still with the Jaguars I, I, from what I'm reading. Okay, so he's still with the Jaguars, 
But it seems to me on OverTheCap.com, it says that his contract was terminated. Um, so that's interesting. So, so I, you I, better shorten him you, you right to, now right, because like, that is news. In real time, you, in real time, I, it, I, I'm, I'm looking at this and it says elevator like terminated. I'm trying to do it now and the market's not open yet. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. He, he had like a million dollar deal. That it looks like it got terminated. I don't know. Again, this is going to be completely wrong, and I don't want to like sit there. We agree that Marvin Jones needs to be shorted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, could, absolutely. we could kind of <laughs> imagine that. We could, we could, We're sitting there talking about an article, and all of a sudden the guy doesn't have cut. a team. Um, yeah, no, I'm not saying three days ago, outstanding catch by Marvin Jones three days ago. So no, he's still on the. He's still there. Yeah, what the it's hell? Just a matter of the did, they cut him, did they cut him after the after <laughs> the game know, on Sunday? I don't know. Then I'm not sure. About interesting. It. Interesting to say the least. I have. Uh, that's just a. That's a wacky situation to even talk about on the air because it's just like you don't root for anybody to lose their job, obviously. But yeah, Marvin Jones is still there. I'm Dave, sorry. Dave, are we good? Yeah, we're good. He's making. He's making five million dollars. Goodbye, Marvin. <laughs> it's over. For I don't know why, but that, the overthecap.com had him as a terminated contract. Maybe I'm thinking about next year. Maybe it's a one-year deal. I don't know. In any event, short Marvin Jones. How about that? Um, short overthecap.com for that <laughs> yeah, misinformation. Why am I, why am I even looking at overthecap.com where I should be over at mojo.com? Um, anyway, another guy coming up that is uh, a member of the last offensive-ranked team in the NFL, and that is Robert Woods of the Tennessee Titans. Now, with, with Woods, he has one game this year where he's caught more than 40 yards. He has 11 catches in six weeks of football. Contract year, he's not going to be resigned. It's a one-year deal. It's the end of the road for a guy like Robert Woods. And again, fine player, good story on the comeback with the ACL stuff. But overall, it's over. It's yeah, it's, it's done. So dare I say, he I'm is still the, bugged about this over the cap. He is, he is the um, the Ezekiel Elliott of the wide receiver hey, oh, position oh, oh, at this point, meaning there. that he is a very, very good run blocker. So for that reason, I think he might catch on somewhere, but it's not going to be to catch passes. Um, the reason why they signed him is because his ability to block in the secondary when they get Derrick Henry loose. Trust me, that's why they signed Robert Woods. He's one of the best run blocking receivers in football. But as far as the stats go and the counting numbers go, I don't really, I don't think they're ever going to be there again. He's in his tenth season. We talked about this a second ago. Uh, receiver, you hit that magic number in your double-digit seasons, you're going to have to be really good to to catch on. And he might be, like I said, he might be a guy that sticks around on an offense because of his ability to block. But you're not going to be seeing him down the field much. And I really don't agree with their decision to draft a quarterback that doesn't fit their offense. So Malik Willis, I don't think it's going to be any better if Malik Willis ends up getting the starting job. And Robert Woods probably won't be there for that anyway. So, no. Robert There's Woods, a 10-time multiplier available on a short play on a Robert Woods, and he's down 7% over the last month. That would be a 70% gain uh, for your for your money. So, again, I mean, he's, averaged he's rough over, right now. He's averaged $1.41 bank value per season, and then his projected $1.61. Yeah. No, 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 because Marvin uh, – sorry. Robert Woods has had some really good seasons. And if he's averaging, <laughs> yeah, if he's averaging a dollar forty-one over some really good ones, he's not having a really good one. No. I don't think he's going to have a resurgence for the same reason. I don't think Marvin Jones Jr. will. All right, so too many talented Laquan, receivers coming up. Three for three. Laquan yeah, went three for three. Yeah, good job, Laquan. Bro. Good job. We like your uh, we like your writing over there. Uh, but I will say that we decided to do a little deep dive and did some for ourselves on guys that the Mojo Marker Report believe it's time to short. And these ones are a little like. And I'm not gonna. I'm not call. I'm not discrediting your work. I'm not saying like, yeah, you took a couple layups here. No, I you didn't. It, it was no it was deep dive. Right, exactly. So we went a little. I think a little bit farther 
in regards to superstar power in regard like you know what i'm saying like when, when comparable to the guys that he chose well, i feel like well, we took none, none of these guys that we're talking about are superstars no once upon a time the first one we'll talk about it Derek carr we're shorting Derek carr going forward uh Derek carr has a 10 times short multiplier he's down six percent in the month it seems to me that Derek carr's better days are now behind him they added the best receiver in football, or at least he was the best receiver in football when they brought him over. Now guys are surpassing him because of just straight-up I mean, play. Devontae's numbers are really good still. I understand that, but again, that was brought to boost the entire team, and now the Raiders sitting there at 2-7 and seven after 10 weeks of football. You're like, what is going on over there? But now Derek Carr, again, on the year, um, 2,000, uh, just over 2,100 yards, 13 touchdowns to five interceptions. He's been sacked 19 times, uh, so he, he's not getting a lot of help behind him. Um, but I will say that Derek Carr, just based off of what they are still projecting his future value to be relatively good. But I raise you this question, same kind of question I talked about with a Marvin Jones. Behind, behind Derek Carr, right now, behind him, is Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Tua. You got to assume that every single one of those guys, except for maybe Cousins, I don't know, but like maybe could surpass him, and the and the value will start to decrease on this guy. So it's like he's he's right now he's the twelfth highest quarterback, but in a year's time, a year and a half's time, he could be falling out of the top twenty. Yeah. Um, see, here's the thing. I, I I I'm the one who picked Derek Carr. Yeah, right? he did. And I do think that it's a short, but I think it's a moderate short. I think Derek Carr is. There's a chance because the main thing that I'm looking at here is the Raiders right now sit at the second pick. If you pick in the top three in this draft, top two, you're definitely taking a quarterback if you're the Raiders. There, it, would be, it would be inexcusable to not take one of those two guys at the top of the draft this year. They're not going to want to pay the guy that they're paying the picked second overall or maybe first for that matter. That rookie contract, while they're paying Derek Carr forty something million dollars, right? I could see them trying to move Derek Carr, and I do think a team like Tampa Bay or a team, someone that's a quarterback away, maybe the Colts, or we've been saying that about the Colts or the Commanders for years now. One of these teams might kick the tires on on Derek Carr and bring him in. Tampa Bay, you said after yeah, Tom I think Brady Tampa goes. Bay is the best fit personally, but I don't know. I'm not the GM of the Bucks. Or the Raiders, for that matter. <laughs> I think I could be the GM of the Raiders if I applied, though. They would pretty much hire Mike anybody. Mayock was in there. He, they plucked him right off of TV. <laughs> or so. I could coach the Colts. No big deal. <laughs> you, too, can coach the Colts. We could all do something in the NFL. And win a game in the NFL. He could retire right now undefeated. So, according to Jeff Saturday, the, the Raiders stink, right? <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, they haven't had much of an opportunity to be good because they change their coach every year. Derek Carr has had, it's like the new Alex Smith, only he's been a little bit better throughout his career statistically. Mm-hmm. Where he just doesn't have any continuity, and it's nice to get your your boy in the number one receiver in football over there, but you've gotten worse. I mean, I wouldn't say he's gotten worse. He just hasn't gotten it's, better. It's just the, the Raiders haven't gotten the, better. The, the, the mojo the, have the you sacks, has the not The sacks are not helping. The defense is absolutely brutal on the back end. That's not helping. I would say Josh Jacobs is really helping, but it's not going to be and enough. And that's another one that's going to be out this not door. Enough. Yeah, it's not you enough. I, I'm not shorting him, though. No, 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 no. You but go yeah, long on Jacobs. As I look at it, it's like I can't, I can't get past the fact that there's market projections for 1895, right? They hold the second pick as it, as it stands right now, and he's averaging $5.84 per season. That would give him another three and a half years. 
as a starter. As a starter. As a starter. And that was that would mean that he doesn't decline in his stats. That means he signs like a five-year deal with whoever he goes to next. Yeah. And, and if he reaches that if, five if years. If they can't get rid of him and they do draft a quarterback, then how long before? Like right now at this point, if they had another quarterback that they had picked in the second overall, Derek Carr would be sitting on the bench. 100%. So I, for that reason, it's just too – there's too much has to happen good for Derek Carr over the next three and a half years – or two and a half years, or however much you want to break break it down, for me to be in on him because of where they're picking right now and they just aren't playing well. Right. So, I, again, I, I wholeheartedly agree with this one. Uh, Derek Carr, unfortunately, like I said, great guy, great career, I think. You know, Definitely uh, <laughs> a gaudy uh, or, or gaudy numbers. Gaudy. Yeah, gaudy, gaudy, whatever. Um, I already, I'm still stuck. On, I'm literally on, like, nobody can see my screen, but it's just stuck on the Marvin they Jones page. Uh, because No, they can. No, I, they take your word for no, it. No, it's the Jaguar logo. Believe, I'm on Marvin believe. Jones. I'm, I'm still bent about Marvin Jones. It was because his contract is up. He has no contract next year. Go to sports so track. So it's terminal. Eh, whatever. Now we're just promoting everybody. Well, I mean, it, it's <laughs> All right, well, I next time. from my side. I, I know. I've retired from this website. Anyway, as far as Derek Carr is concerned, it's a, it's a good short play right now just because of the fact that his situation is not looking good right now as far as the future in Las Vegas. Again, does he get a spike if he Picks up a five-year deal, maybe, but his performance, will that diminish? I don't know. You Who know? on earth, besides maybe Mayock, would give <laughs> Derek Carr a five-year deal? I don't know. I'm just Come saying on. it's out there. Speaking Two of uh, overpaid best. and overhyped number one overall picks, we're talking about Jared Goff next. And Jared Goff, like I said, his offense in the beginning of the season – was the best offense in football. You know, they had they had the weapons on the outside. They had the Amon Ross St. Browns. They had Hawkinson at the time. They had guys making plays over there. And they haven't they they still have Jamison Williams just kind of chilling on the sidelines waiting to come on. Swift is the running back. Jamal Williams running the ball. He was a part of a good offense. Now the problem is with Jared Goff, you're looking at future bank, bank value. The guy's got himself a Super Bowl, so yes, he actually cleared himself. Not even, he doesn't have himself a Super Bowl. He has a Super Bowl loss. Uh, I'm thinking of the Rams. Off, right? But he was a perennial playoff quarterback. He was in the playoffs. Not perennial, but he was in the playoffs almost every year. With the and Rams. now he puts himself in a hard situation in Detroit to succeed. So you look at Jared Goff. He's down just 2% in the last month, uh, but you have a five-time short multiplier on him. Uh, Chris, tell me why Jared Goff is on our list. Well, Again, he stinks. The Lions are winning some football games now, so they're playing themselves out of the top five category. But there's a ton of quarterbacks in this draft. So, again, you have a Jared Goff, and this is strictly contractual issues here, combined with other things. But mainly, uh, he's making thirty-one million dollars next year and thirty-two the year after. No, he's not. So I'm going to get to this in a second. There is a dead cap hit of ten million after next year. They're not if they have an opportunity to get younger at the position, or just save twenty million for a lateral move. I think they do that. No questions asked. They're not going to pay Jared Goff thirty million dollars over the next two seasons. They're certainly not going to do it for two. Maybe one more, maybe, but I don't see that happening. Again, I see you're either, just stunting the growth of everybody around you. I can see this though. I can see. A very similar to a Jimmy G situation where nobody's going to trade him, trade for him. Mm. He might be a little too talented to cut, and he has tailor-made backup quarterback for the next ten years written all over him. So he's got—he literally has the recipe for a Jimmy G in the 49ers where they draft young, they have him, I they got to try like, to move him. I feel him. like that's the move where they can maybe keep Goff around, to maybe push, restructure like they did with Jimmy, and put some escalators in there if he does play. 
But the difference between the two teams was that the 49ers were a playoff team with Jimmy G. Mm. There's really no reason why the Lions would want to keep Goff. Yeah, you don't have to be so loyal to a guy that hasn't done anything Unless for you yet. Unless he's going to take... Ten million over two years. No, <laughs> that's a that's a big deal. Well, that's I mean, a big he's dip. a backup quarterback, and if he's going to be signed to be that, look, does Jared Goff get an opportunity somewhere else in the league? Absolutely not. I don't think so. We're maybe an opportunity based off an injury, but we're looking at guys like Mariota who got the second chance, but the leash is short. Everybody's already calling for his job, and he's actually same thing in well. Washington. Like even even with Carson Wentz, who's about to lose his job again to Tyler Heineke, even behind Heineke is Sam Howell. And what we so know, it's like, oh, and okay. what we know about that Lions offense is we could sit here and say they're really good. They're, they do this well, they do that well. Outside of DeAndre Swift not being able to stay healthy, and Amon Ross St. Brown not being able to stay healthy, and Jamison Williams not having played yet this season, that offensive line is arguably the best line in football. That's that's. That's not something you could typically say about a team that doesn't win. Usually, Correct. when you have a good offensive line, trenches. you win football yeah. games. I know their defense is atrocious, but I think the offense is being held back largely in part due to the fact that Jared Goff isn't good. I there, agree. I said it. So, yeah, short Jared Goff, that contract is too much. There's a $10 million cap hit next year, five the year after, mm. if they do decide to get rid of him. And I think that's it, guaranteed right. at this point. We were talking about the Rams before, and you know, with Cooper Cup going down, and it seems like there's just been complete disarray uh, in that team within the organization, but also in that running back room. We're talking about Cam Akers. It's time to short Cam Akers because it's like, look, while we understand that he's, uh, you know, he's back in favor with Sean McVay, it's like, okay, what does that even mean? Like he was just benched for two weeks because of personal matters, and then all of a sudden it's all resolved. I don't know what they were trying to do or get done with the Cam Akers. Clearly he was frustrated with usage. You got Henderson down there. You got a couple guys that are going to take some snaps away, and the Rams now are in complete freefall mode, in my opinion. You lose to the Cardinals last week, and that just puts your season to bed, right? To bed before Thanksgiving. That's the way it's going to play out. Cam Akers right now, just to give you an idea, he has a three-time multiplier on the short, but in the last year... And obviously he got hurt, right? He got hurt last year, had the Achilles team battle back, play in the playoffs, yay. Everybody's excited. But over the last year, his stock is down 41%. That's without a multiplier, 41%. So now you look at a Cam Akers banked value, I mean, a future future value, they're, they're predicting at $5.08 over time. Like, it just doesn't, I don't know, man, it doesn't make sense to me. Not, not this time around. <laughs> Cam Akers is just not that dude over there in LA, and I just think that the time is up for him. And even if... They do cut him loose at the end of the year. He is nobody's, nobody's RB1 at all. Yeah, I mean, he had one spurt at the end of his rookie year where it looked like he could be a superstar in the league, and then since then, nothing. Right. Um, I'm pretty sure they won a Super Bowl. He was on that roster. So some of that that Sure, value, no, he was. He came back in the playoffs. Some of that bank value is, is something that you're probably not going to see out of his Rams team again. Like, they're not a playoff team this year. I don't know how long he sticks around on that roster, but he did have a Super Bowl multiplier in there, so his bank value is a little skewed because it's so low in terms of what he's banked that that Super Bowl boost has to have helped it a ton because $5.08 for future, I'm looking around that running back. And he's young. He's a young dude. It's third year. Third year, you might as well be – it might as well sell eighth year because he's a running back that has an Achilles tear, right? So there's no way that I'm getting behind somebody that while he's averaged $1.05 – Right, I know that's injury riddled because he didn't, but that's the point. He's injury riddled, so <laughs> I don't see him being a starter for two and a half more seasons, or three, or even one. Which is no, again, I repeat, he's in his third year, so and this is like 
Get out. And if he is a Ram for the next five years, let's say. He'll be that supplemental guy who gets the Rams did not set themselves up for the future. They won a Super Bowl, but that team is going to get worse very soon. There's nowhere to fix that offensive line. And then the Rams said, there's no draft picks. There's no money. (laughs) There's no draft picks. And to be honest, it looks to me like they're in the market for a running back because they just tried to mortgage more of their future for Christian McCaffrey. So what does that tell you about how the Rams feel about Cam Akers? Back in favor? When, uh, when I'm not do so they sure have a draft that. pick next? That's a good question. <laughs> 2013? But, and I, maybe there was some wolf tickets in that when they were just trying to drive the price up for the 49ers, but that's a dangerous game you're playing. Yeah, you don't want to mess around with that kind of stuff. But anyway, back to Akers for a second. I just, Like I said... It's a very alarming thing that he's in his third year uh, and he's just kind of fallen off the face of the earth. So, therefore, if you want to get involved on a short game, this might be one to do that. So, I don't know. Again, multiple ways to make some money here on the Mojo market. I made a trade yesterday, uh, as a matter of fact. Um, I liked the spike that he gave me and the return he gave me when Kenny Pickett was up. But I'm now looking at Kenny Pickett where I'm just like, eh. You know, I'm like, that's fun. I took that money. And I shifted it all over to the biggest underpriced guy yeah. in the league. Guys, it's time to catch up on Tua right I now. Not, and when I, I, mean, I mean, it's not a competition. Everybody can make no, no, money. No, 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 no. Um, you got, he's 100% right. I'm looking through it. I think Tua is the most undervalued player in the entire Mojo market right now. And it's 100%. not even close. If you look at where he is, and then you look at some of the guys, like what, what he's done, what he's banked so far, I can't he, – he doesn't lose football games – they're going to give him opportunity after opportunity. That offense is loaded. Yes. And, yes, Dave, great call, great move to to reinvest in Tua and get out on Pickett because May have done I think there is some, there's some money to be made on Kenny Pickett still. But sure, it's but not going to be as rapid as the money you're about to make on compare, Tua. Just compare the offenses. I think Tua, you, you could see him being sitting where – like Tua's numbers are what everyone thought Herbert's were going to be, mm. right? And I know Herbert has the staying power of this – but I compare, and I know he's not in favor right now, but I compare Tua to like a young Russ. where Young Russ won a Super Bowl. Where there's, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. say there's some limitations and they got to let Russ cook that whole campaign. They didn't let him really throw. They're letting Tua do that right now. So there's the difference is that and you they're look, actually airing You know what's crazy? Out. You look at a guy like Tua and you're like, oh, he's like a mobile quarterback. He's really not. not. He's like he's he's, he's just mobile enough. Back. He's mobile enough to get open and make some time. By some, that's why this I isn't a like, two like episode. Russ, but I tell you right now, Russ man, wasn't running very excited football. about Russ this. Russ wasn't uh, putting up crazy rushing totals, but when he needed to, he did. Yeah, and that's like two it to me. Yeah, we'll see. And um, get it yeah, I mean, two is going to be up there, man. You got to you got to get in on him now. And I think I think two is the best buy. He's a better buy than Jalen Hurts. Oof. Okay, I'm with that. I'm with that. Very, I, I just so happen to be an investor in both, so uh, with multipliers included. Um, all right, so thank you to Laquan Jones for this fantastic article and this fantastic content. You can follow his work on Mojo.com. You can also follow Mojo all over, across all social media platforms. You got Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Mojo. You can check out all of their new uh, stuff that they're dropping each and every day. Sometimes you even see uh, me and Chris's mugs on there. Um, You can also join the Discord where we discuss things like this. Who are we shorting? Who are we going long on? How's your portfolio stock looking? Um, I just think it's a very, very good tool to have, and that is the Discord. So join that as well. If you're watching this show and you don't know what Discord is, get yourself involved. And they also have like an Ask Mojo. So if you're you know, curious, like I am most of the time. This guy's the expert. I'm, I'm sitting here like, I don't know this. So I would just go to Discord, and there's the answer. Boom, done. I know it now. Uh, and that's why I'm a millionaire over on Mojo. And I, when I say that, I mean like a hundred air, I guess you could say that. 
Uh, but anyway, this has been another episode of the Dave Mojo. Made, made tens of dollars. Tens. I'm talking tens, tens of, of dollars. dollars this, this Boy, year. I am swimming in it. I'm telling you, when I get that pizza every Friday, I'm just like, Psh. It's not on, on me. Mojo. It's not on me. It's Mojo. It's on the market, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Anyway, for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. We're back tomorrow, Thursday night football. Your beloved Packers are back on deck as they take on the Tennessee Titans. We'll preview that, and we'll do so much more tomorrow morning. Oh, the, the, the least amount of yards in football? Packers are like, hold my beer, watch this. They're gonna let <laughs> they're gonna let up four hundred. Uh, you know what? I don't want to hear it. And now he's he's psyching himself back out again. See, and that's my rule. I know I'm trying to get out of here. My rule is Monday, digest what happened. Tuesday, move on. So like I moved on from this, and now he's he's thinking I'm gonna move on, but I'm gonna go back to the whole Packers stink thing, and then the Titans are gonna run. Do not try to dissect how my fanhood is breaking down here. All of it. Do you think we're gonna Good stop night. Derrick Henry?